When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning, 77 WABC. The migrant stuff, of course, is what has hijacked the news. You know that. What's stopping Mayor Eric Adams from saying the next time the bus comes? No. Our position was clear all the time that uh, we have to abide by the law. Eric Adams did not write these laws. Uh, we have a New York State Constitution, and we have we have had lawsuits uh, for many years, over 40 years ago, and those laws are in place. And I'm never going to do anything uh, that is going to violate the law. Sid and Friends in the morning. This is now the third different artist we're celebrating for a birthday today. We started the show with LeVon Helm and the band. Stevie Nicks turned 75 years old today. And this, of course, my wife's favorite, Lenny Kravitz. How old is, is Lenny today, Lewis? He's my age, actually, 59. 59. Still looks great living down there in the Bahamas, riding horses on the beach. The great Lenny Kravitz. So we've got great music for you. That's part of the reason why this show is a huge success all morning long. And you did hear that clip from that epic interview I did with Mayor Eric Adams yesterday. In fact, uh, that exact verbiage from that little exchange is in today's New York Post. They were in a very nice story, Olivia Land, on NewYorkPost.com yesterday. But today it's actually physically in the paper, page 10, New York Post. And it reads, don't blame me, Eric on migrants. I didn't write the laws. So here he is, as he is now every weekday. I've rewarded this man with a spot every morning because he's that good. Noon to one, every weekday afternoon, all weekend long. And I believe filling in for me with John Katsimatidis on a Memorial Day Monday. And a guy that just loathes Eric Adams, my dear friend Curtis Sliwa. Hello, Curtis. Before we get into all the mishigash uh, of you and Eric Adams yesterday and your revisionism, yeah. let me once again, back-to-back, belly-to-belly, applaud 
Lou Rafino, something I've never done before. As you know, I've hated him, loathed him, despised him. Not this week. This week, it's almost uh, I love band fest. porn. It's almost a, a love fest. Yeah. It's almost like uh, I want to tell Anthony Crone, hey, is that hub, hot tub available for me <laughs> and Lou to jump in it in the Rockaways? Let me tell you something. That song, Lenny Kravitz, I Want to Fly Away, uh, tonight is part of the 44 hours of broadcasting I do all weekend. I'm <laughs> substituting for everybody. I'm doing stuff on the airlines because there have been more fights on airlines than there are on the UFC and mixed martial arts it's together. The best one was in Trenton. Full packed plane, Spirit Airlines on its way to Atlanta. Fights, you know, the brothers and sisters like banging away <laughs> on one another. Yeah. And the actual, uh, not the crew, but everybody on the flight voted one of their passengers off. They had a vote like a commission? Yes. Like they we vo- do? They voted a passenger off. It was the best. Wow. As she was screaming and hooting, you know, <laughs> sister with an attitude, oh, yeah. SWA. Yeah. I'm doing that all overnight. I'm going to do it for hours. But Well, you mentioned uh, the travel weekend, and according to most of the airlines, and this is good news, right, post-COVID, this will be the busiest, in terms of airlines, the busiest, uh, the busiest Memorial Day they're saying since 2005. Hold your horses. 18 years. Remember, overseeing all of this is Boudicay, 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 Boudicay. Who's probably out with his uh, husband, wife, whatever, I don't know the pronoun, <laughs> with their child, you know, on domestic leave, probably on the busiest weekend of all. Well, you talk about out with his, and of course, uh, Curtis is talking about the Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, who wants out his designs on the presidency. That's over. But you talk about uh, him and his husband. Did you see, first of all, Anheuser-Busch has completely fallen apart since making Dylan Mulvaney the face of their beer. Excuse me, I've renamed that Transgender Bush. (laughs) That's even better. Transgender Anheuser-Busch. And did you see what Target did? Yes. They lost like $8 billion in one day for putting all the clothing out there for for homosexual children or something? What was Uh, that about? Well, the swimsuit that they had out there uh, enabled you which I know you would love this because you like to wear those little uh, skivvies. No, not me, but go ahead. Uh, to pack your crotch in aye, aye, like aye, Dylan aye. Mulvaney so they couldn't see Peekaboo, I see you. See, I say this all the time. We spend so much time talking about gay people, gay rights, and I'm pro. I'm very, very liberal when it comes to social issues, right? I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-gay. The fact is about 3% of this population is gay. Less than 1% is transgender. The Democrats make it seem like half this country is either transgender or queer, and that's not the well, case. Well, I think it's not, um, it's not blowback on the gays or lesbians. No. It's really the transgenders because they have become a political force. Yeah. You yeah. can't say anything about True. a transgender. Yeah. Now, notice, uh, unfortunately, your beautiful daughter is in hospital. Yeah. But let's say she was an athlete. She's training year-round. She, well, she is a great tennis player. Right. Great. So here a guy with a schlong decides, I'm not doing well against the men, you know. Uh, I'll never be uh, <laughs> Pat, uh, uh, John McEnroe, right? But I'm going to all of a sudden identify myself as a female. I'm going to get the ace bandage, you know, and just try to tie my three-piece set up, and I'm not talking about a, a fork, a knife, and a spoon. <laughs> and now I win tournaments against uh, women. I know. But you're right about that. But but you say there's no pushback on the gay community the target story this week is yeah. not transgenders. That's gay. Right, but and it started with the transgender. No, I know that, but I just I think it's time for people, companies to realize 
that about 97% of this country is tired of the whole conversation. For example, June is Gay Pride Month. That's ridiculous. Have a Gay Pride Day. Not all month long. Every town in New Jersey, every town on Long Island has to raise the gay flag for 30 days. That's too much, Curtis. Hold on a second. You will be offending the person you identified as the number one performing artist uh, of our era. We're in the nosebleed sections of MetLife. Little girls are basically raiding their college education fund, <laughs> asking mommy and daddy, take a payday loan so I can see who on stage over this weekend? Taylor Swift. Right, $2,000 in the nosebleed section. That is ridiculous. Now, let me pay tribute, though, to Lou Rafino. It rarely happens. He opens up with a tri- tribute to Levon Helms yes. of the band. But we knew personally, actually, he used to smoke weed with Levon Helms. Uh, will you guys be going up to Woodstock over the weekend as you go on on your way to Naomi to visit with her in, what is that, the Jewish Himalayas or the Irish Alps? Well, we're not going. I know this is the unofficial start of summer. And, yes, even we talk about the Jersey Shore, the Hamptons, Fire Island, even upstate New York, the Catskills, it is the unofficial opening. But uh, Ava's still in the hospital. Yeah. So we're not going to go this weekend. Well, we'll, we'll be there for July 4th. Maybe Lou should go to pay tribute to Levon Helms. She's buried right there in Woodstock. Very good. Yes, yeah, and in by Beth the way, in Bethel. Let me tell you the worst of times, the best of times for me. It's 1973. I got a really hot date from Canarsie. And I go to pick her up. I got tickets to the Palladium. Who am I seeing? There's three acts. The preliminary act is Tower of Power. What is hip? Then war, slipping into darkness. And the main liner, the band, the old Academy of Music, which was the Palladium. And I'm sitting there by myself because she stood me up because her father. No kidding. Father would say, you go anywhere with that rat, and I will bend your leg and stuff it in his pocket. You know, in retrospect, Curtis, when you look back at your career with women, and uh, your, your, I mean, just long list of failed marriages... The fact she didn't show up may be good news. That's one less alimony check. That's true. But <laughs> my favorite band song was Knocking In on Heaven's Door, because how many times have I knocked in on Heaven's Door? <laughs> oh, you have a lot. And I, I think I saw you at your very, very worst point. And uh, Gabriel was just a little baby, and I just got back to New York from Florida. Yes. And they asked you and I to throw out the first pitch, a big night at the Brooklyn Cyclones game. Yes. And it was right before your surgery. And, and I'm being honest, I was scared. I thought you were going to die that night. I was dead. I was walking dead. Yeah. Uh, I was out there. The, uh, your great friend there. Keith Cohen. Right. Brought me into the trainer's room. Remember, I was on the table. I couldn't move. You were laying in the stands across a couple of seats. Yes. I was so sick. I had gone from 220 pounds down to 140 pounds. And some of the fans there were going... Curtis, you look so good. You've lost so much weight. <laughs> yeah. I look like a cadaver in formaldehyde. The pain. I, I was crying I on know. the train Terrible. coming into uh, Stillwell Avenue. But you still went. I say, and I bounced the ball like 52 times to the catcher. But you still went, and that shows the heart and toughness of one Curtis Sliwa. Now, what is your issue? I've, I've now received at this point worldwide acclaim. Worldwide acclaim. Except from one journalist. And who would that the journalist who covered this exclusively for your many past interviews with Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, Chris Sommerfeld of the Daily News. Chris Sommerfeld, could you find a bigger jerk-off? Well, wait, first of all, 
Be kind to him. He's from Sweden. He always rides a bicycle around. I've seen him on his bicycle everywhere. Okay. Well, I like Roger Federer. He's from Sweden. He was complaining. He tweeted out that Eric Adams has appeared on your show more times than any other TV show or radio show. He said over a dozen times. Uh, first of all, that's not true. If he knew anything about Eric Adams, which he does, he's a liar. Eric Adams is on MSNBC every week, every week. Uh, with me, I'm going to say he's done maybe wait, wait maybe five or six interviews, half of what Summerfeld is second. saying. Yeah. Chris Summerfeld yeah. is the City Hall reporter. Yeah. He is assigned yeah. to follow Eric yeah. Adams. Uh, I he hates Eric Adams more than you do. I, I dispute your findings <laughs> well, because he actually want. keeps track no, no, of no, it no, how no, many times. No, no, it's five or six times at the most and is then, moron. And then he said yeah. you had your lips sealed on <laughs> Eric Adams' tuchus. You said, oh, he's got excellent people in all of his posts. He does. What are you talking about? Hold on a second. The police They're commissioner all is great. Ship. What? She meets once a week on care. Sunday with Phil Banks. I hope it's in a church pew and not in a, a no-tell motel holiday in a Express. Those are two different arguments. If you're going to tell me that Adams and Banks don't let her do her job, I've heard that. They don't. That's fine. She's still terrific. Okay, then you... Molina's great. Oh, my God. Have you been to Rikers Island? Of course not. Of who course knows I more have. About, who knows more about Rikers Island than anybody else? Yours truly, Curtis well, Lewis. yes, you have. Yeah. Uh, why didn't you interview the leader of the Bloods Gang and the Cribs Gang and Trinitarios and MS-13? Because they run Rikers Island, not Molina. Put them on next his week. Own, I'll do it. His own correctional officers will tell you that. Put them on. can't even go into the tier. Hey, C-74, C-76, C-78, shout out. And what about Tish? Oh, my God. What is it? What? Pass the grade pool, Pone. Here's a woman who was born with a silver spoon in her mouth, big enough to offset the trade balance between Red China and the United (laughs) States. Jeeves, Jeeves, pass the grade pool, Pone. Could you pick up that piece of litter? What the hell is she, Sanitation Commission? Clearly you know how we disagree dirty our streets are in New yeah. York City? She knows nothing about sanitation. Clearly we disagree on this. My only uh, objection there would be Kavanaugh, the fire department lady. Oh, horrible. Yeah, she's horrible. Horrible. Uh, yeah. I, I miss Nigel. But otherwise, I think he's done a spectacular job. Don't forget, this guy, Chris Sommerfeld, he hates Adams. He hates me. He's written four or five stories already. How is it? That a Democrat mayor spends his time with a conservative right-wing Donald Trump-supporting radio host. This moron knows I'm pro-choice, I'm pro-gay, I'm not right-wing, I'm not Rush Limbaugh. But he writes things like, Sid Rosenberg goes to the same clubs as the Proud Boys. What? I will will have a conversation with Chris uh, Sommerfeld over Swedish Swedish (laughs) toast. Do you talk to him? Uh, I saw no, him at the inner circle. I, I saw him at the inner circle. He, he came you. up and he said, hey, hey, what's up with Sid? Why, 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 why did, did he really me say all that? The time? Yes, he did. And I said, keep writing, keep writing, Chris, <laughs> keep digging in, especially when all of a sudden you let Eric Adams get away with saying that illegals are paroled into our country. You paroled once you've done time. You're right. There is no such thing as parole unless you've done time. You're right. And uh, Bill O'Reilly came on about an hour later, Curtis. And to your point, he said the same thing. But Bill O'Reilly commended me on not killing him for that and letting him go. If you watch, for example, Caitlin Collins, when she did the town hall with Donald Trump, every time Donald Trump tried to make a point, 
whether she agreed or not, she cut them off Wait time and time again. I don't do that. I let the people speak. Then people like you, right O'Reilly, then you can come on and critique it. Uh, That's why I'm a great interviewer. These transgenders are rotating in my medulla and cerebellum. <laughs> Did you say Caitlyn Jenner? Caitlyn Collins. Oh, you know, used to be the greatest athlete of all time, Bruce I know. Jenner. I know. My God, on the Wheaties box, right? Decathlon champion, yeah. Olympic Games, Montreal. And now she's attacking all the other transgenders. This is a bizarro world. It is, is it a not? crazy. It's crazy. Is right? it a bizarro world or it's what? It's crazy. Caitlyn Jenner, one of them. Yeah. Tra- I don't know if she got a three-piece set or not. <laughs> I don't know if she's got to do a tuck-in. But- well, let me, uh, hey, Lewis, do you know whether or not uh, Bruce Jenner had his uh, PB whacked off? Or is that? Uh, I think it's done. Yeah, you think, think it is done? No, okay. no, it's not. It's absolutely not. I know when I announced for the mayoralty, and I came up here to WABC for the last time because they kicked me out the door said, you can't be on WABC. You know who was in the hallway and gave me a big hug and put it on her Instagram? She was running for governor of California at that time. Oh. Caitlyn Jenner. No She kidding. gave me a squeeze. And like you do, every time I'm finished an yeah, interview, you, you, you grab my ass. She yeah. grabbed my ass. And I said to myself, oh, my God, Bruce Jenner just grabbed my ass and yeah. fondled me and endorsed <laughs> me for the mayoralty. I got more hate tweets. I got more hate response to that. And yet I stood there with Bruce Jenner. I stand there with the one transgender who has condemned her. Not only the one. There's only one. Oh, right. look at that. Oh, my God. It's flaccid. You called my interview flaccid. Right. It was not turgid like the last one. <laughs> you didn't take your Viagra, Cialis, Savitri yesterday. It was better. And then you called it the perfect interview. Perfect. What are you, yes. Trump? Perfect. Oh, the perfect call with Zelensky. <laughs> it was. The perfect. No, what is this perfect interview? It was perfect. You started with the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, you played the Frank Sinatra. No, that's Brooklyn not Bridge. true. We actually started with Fleet Week. Yeah, yeah but wait a second. Yeah. Uh, fr- uh, Joe Piscopo, yeah. who's the expert on Frank Sinatra, has never played the Frank Sinatra, Brooklyn Bridge right, song. That's a terrible job out of Joe Piscopo. Because it sucks. No, it's that's a great why song. Never, no, it's no, horrible. It's a great you song. played the no, whole no, thing. No, no. It's a great song. It was torturous. And then oh, you it's t- great. Oh, I, then no. you did Barney talk. I love you. You love. Oh, wasn't it great <laughs> yesterday? You opened up a new park on the Manhattan side, the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, I felt like Steve Brody. I wanted to be. I wanted to jump right off the Brooklyn Bridge. That was horrible. No, it was. It was the, you best, it was the best interview. I, I, I nailed him on Biden. It was I nailed so him. On the migrants. I told him, well, which way is it with Jordan Neely and Daniel Penny? Give us the real answer. I mean, it was brilliant. But, yes, I do massage people so they come back again. Massage. I don't do stuff like, I don't do stuff like you you're dead to me. There's blood on your no, hands. No, no. You didn't, That's just a you bad didn't massage him. You manipulated no, no. him and pleasurized yes, him. Yes, I did. Only the way two men <laughs> can do to one another. Well, that's how you get these people to feel comfortable and be honest. Now, on the way out. By the way, could you tell him to get a better phone the next time? Uh, I don't know if he was walking around. Hey, hey, Justin Alec, it's your job to hang up on him and tell him, get on a freaking landline. He was kind of busy. There were 250 servicemen at Gracie Mansion ready to eat breakfast for Fleet Week. He did me a favor. I'm not going to yell at him about the phone. What's the matter with you? The connection sucked. It it was terrible. I agree. You would have hung up on anybody else. But you have this homoerotic thing for (laughs) Eric Adams. You wear the same kind of suit. If I have this homoerotic thing for Eric Adams, you've got the same, same thing for a guy that you texted me about later on in the day and begged me to come to your side with this guy, your homoerotic relationship. One Ron DeSantis. You want me to, to to stab Trump in the back so bad, and it ain't going to happen. No, 
No, He's no, the I, greatest I, look, American we've got. Look, he had a very bad start out of the box. There's no doubt about it. Elon Musk, the South African, said, I got it. Twitter, I got it. I'm saying, Tucker Carlson, do you really want to take your show to Twitter after that debacle? A total meltdown for a half hour. Hey, hey, Elon Musk, uh, call Cape Town. Uh, call, uh, call Cape Canaveral. Call Cape JFK, whatever you want to call it. What a meltdown. Then finally he comes back. But I'm telling you this, check the polls. Even though Trump is like just stomping DeSantis in the Republican polls, in the other part of the polls, the only person who could beat Joe Biden at this point is DeSantis. Understand that. Put him up there, 44-year-old, with the 104-year-old Biden. People are going to look at both. They're really not going to know DeSantis, but they're going to say, I'm going with the young guy. And by the way, Peter King, Peter King was stalking me yesterday no. in the North Shore of Staten Island as I was gaining signatures from Rusalan Salam to run. For the city council and save Staten Island streets, he was actually Facebooking me. I see where you are, Curtis Sliwa. I'm going to be your worst nightmare. Let me tell you something, Peter King. I will get you until the ends of time. A guy comes up to me and he said, hey, Peter King said he graduated from Brooklyn Prep and you got kicked out. One of my proudest moments when the Jesuits shined their boots on my backside and kicked me to the curb. And I never looked back, Peter King. You can stalk me. It doesn't matter. I'm out there in the streets, not in the streets. I'm not there with your friends, the Nassau County GOP, who gave us who? George, I'm a drag queen, Santos. And that has been a stain on the soul of the GOP. Peter King, I will get you. No matter how much it takes and how much Sid Rosenberg protects your tuck ass. Yeah.